Welcome to the Life Signatures Podcast with Lawrence Namale. Lawrence is a life coach, author, and keynote speaker who loves to tackle different topics on purpose, productivity, and resilience. His mission in life is to awaken all your boundless possibilities available in you. Life Signatures Podcast is dedicated to bring to reality every single person who knows that deep down in their gut, there's got to be more to life than this. And now, here is your host, Lawrence Namale. Hello and welcome to Life Signatures Radio, yet another episode here and we are on season 3 this time around. We've just finished season 1 and season 2, season 1 we were talking about uh, preparation and season 2 we were talking about being irreplaceable. Those are things that I believe are absolutely critical in our life even as we pursue life signatures. And today we are continuing in this episode or in this series the series about goals. We are coming to that level, that time in uh, our lives where we are having this influx of messages about goal setting. People are talking about sit down and set your goals and visualize and plan and all those things at the beginning of the year. And I believe that this is a very critical moment and this is a very critical opportunity for us to be able to utilize, to learn much more about goal setting. In the previous episode, you've got to check it out. We talked about why goal setting doesn't work. And uh, I think it's very important, a foundation if we were to go ahead and learn all there is to learn in goal setting. In this series about goals, I absolutely intend to milk it to the very dregs of the details. In other words, I'm intending to make sure that we learn everything there is to learn about goals. And today, I want us to talk about something very interesting. And I was, I was, as I was coming to record, something came up and I'm going to share with you about it. So if growth is your ambition this is your worst goal that is the title of this episode if growth is your ambition this is your worst goal and i I want us to talk about the importance of grit the importance of tenacity you know benjamin franklin he said those things that hurt instruct and so that background let's just delve in in today's episode inherently we all love to grow one of the six needs one of the six psychological needs that we do have some of them are certainty uncertainty but one of the key of them is growth there is no one on earth who doesn't cherish growth in fact i believe with all of my heart that god set growth to be a key ingredient in life and that's why he gave us the principle of seeds that's why he gave us the principle of potential growth is something inextricably linked to this life in other words it is a natural procession of development we've grown from one level to another as a human race you know they tell us we were in the stone age at one point in time where we didn't have these smart gadgets that we we're using and that's obvious we were not flying aeroplanes growth is constant parts of change in our lives so as a matter of fact 
we were built to grow, to develop, to mature into usefulness. Have you ever studied a child, for example, ever looked at your child, ever seen how she yearns to speak naturally? I mean, she yearns to walk, she yearns to stand, she yearns to be on her own, she yearns to feed from her own plate, even as she observes others doing the same. The paradox, though, is that once we grow up, we are still interested in growth, but the inertia of comfort normally hinders us. This is what I mean. I have not seen anyone who is not inherently interested in their growth and development. I haven't. But at the same time, I have never seen an individual who is not seeking comfort. Now, the problem is that comfort and growth are like oil and water. They do not mix. They don't. You see, so if you are looking for comfort, chances are that you're going to sacrifice growth. But if you're looking for growth, chances are that you're going to sacrifice, guess what? Comfort. Therefore, if you are going to set your goals in the year that is coming up, you need to balance the two. Where am I going to grow and where am I going to be comfortable? In fact, let me just go ahead and let the cat out of the bag. If you are going to set goals for comfort, forget it. You are not going to grow. So the conundrum is that we seek to be comfortable when we are constricted. You see, when pressure is on you, you seek to deal with it and get out of it. When we are constricted and in the process, we grow. That's why it is in when you are being pressed. In fact, the wine press. You don't get wine without pressing the grapes. The wine press brings out the, the wine. Pressure that you put on the element through time brings out the diamonds and the gold and the coal and the oil. See, growth is in pressure. Growth is in being constricted. However, that growth normally comes towards standstill at the times when we retrograde because we become comfortable. I'll never forget a story that I'm just going to share with you right about now. Okay, let me just look for it and then share with it with you now. Just a minute. Yeah, so I read a story that I'm going to share with you just about now, and it goes like this: There is a tiny harbor town on an ocean shore where many ships have crashed on the rocks in violent weather. This town became well known because of a dedicated rescue team which aided mariners in distress. The rescue team will rally to the sound of the siren and rush to the scene of the accident, risking life and limb to save the sailors from drowning. As time went on, the citizens at that tiny town raised enough money to build a rescue station close to the shore. While this greatly facilitated the operation, it softened the dedicated team as well. Well, as time went by, they added some comforts and conveniences to that rescue station. Through the years, the rescue station became a social club where the townspeople gathered to have fun and relax. Ships would still crash upon the rocks, the alarm would still sound, but eventually no one responded. 
They were reluctant to leave their comforts because their commitment to rescue the miserable mariners was no match for their complacency. Can you believe that? You see, at times we start well and we are under pressure and we embrace the pressure. And then we have those six sparks come. Before you know it, we start showing them off and we become complacent and we become comfortable. It's a seesaw. There's growth and comfort. At all the time, comfort is always beckoning, always calling us, always inviting us. You see food and you want to eat that fourth chapati or fifth chapati. You want to fill your plate with a mountain and you conquer that mountain. And you don't know that that is comfort which is affecting your growth. So we have those two pedals that we are supposed to be pedaling in life. Comfort and growth. Comfort and growth. See, does that mean comfort is bad? Does that mean we shouldn't seek comfort? Does that mean that comfort is our enemy? I think that's a very important question and I, I will say it is a personal question. I will ask you another question like this. How bad do you want to grow? How hungry are you for growth? If you are hungry for growth, then you're going to sacrifice your comfort. Take a look at your life for a minute. Is there a time you grew tremendously while in great comfort? Let's be honest here. I bet there is none. However, the moments of your great discomfort huh, have probably contributed to your greatest growth moments. See, Bob Marley said, and I've quoted him again and again, he said, at times we do not know how strong we are until being strong is the only option we are left with. So you realize that you could actually go through a month without some things. You realize that you could actually stretch when forced to. You realize that you could actually lead. You realize that you could cook. Some realize that they have incredible strength. And they only came to realize this at the moment of pressure. Not at the moment of comfort. So most importantly, we realize that the things we fail to do are mostly because of excuses. An uncomfortable situation makes us shed off all the reasons and excuses why we couldn't do something. In fact, all excuses are a fortress around our comfortable cocoons that we do not want interfered with. At the bottom of it all, it is that way. An excuse is just a fortress, but tracing your comfortable cocoon. You don't want to get out of it. In the landmark book, The Road Less Traveled, Morgan Scott Peck shares exciting insights about problems. And problems are some kind of pressure, you know. This is what the author said. He says, quote, Yet it is in the whole process of meeting and solving problems that life has its meaning. Problems are the cutting edge that distinguishes between success and failure. Problems call forth our courage and our wisdom. Indeed, they create our courage and our wisdom. It is only because of problems that we grow mentally and spiritually. When we desire to encourage the growth of the human spirit, we challenge and encourage the human capacity to solve problems just as in school we deliberately set problems for our children to solve. 
it is through the pain of confronting and solving problems that we learn. As Benjamin Franklin said, those things that hurt instruct. It is for this reason that wise people learn not to dread but actually to welcome problems and actually to welcome the pain of problems. And quote. At the beginning of every new year, many people set out to clarify the objects of their desires. Some call these goals and others call them resolutions. There is a huge difference between a resolution and a goal. However, the greater category that brings resolutions and goals in perspective is the difference between growth aspirations and comfort aspirations. If your list of resolutions and goals has more of comfort aspirations than it has growth aspirations, you might be starting on the wrong footing. I know you're going to sit down and you're going to craft your goals. I know you're going to sit down and you say, going to write down those things that you want to have and you want to, things you want to be and places you want to go and things you want to do. But I'm going to give you a hint. There is going to be those goals that you're going to desire for comfort and then there are going to be those goals you're going to desire for growth. I would rather that you desire or you set goals for growth. See, I have just come to learn as I was coming to record this. I was listening to a very powerful audiobook by a guy called Kevin Hall. The audiobook is called Aspire. And in this book, he shares the meaning, the root meaning of the word success. He says that success comes from the root word succeeder, an Italian weed, and it. <laughs> an Italian word which means to break up forth. It is an analogy of a seed breaking through the ground when it's put in the right environment to grow. So if you are going to succeed, it means there's going to be some kind of breaking forth from under. Now that talks of growth. See, when that seed breaks forth from under and it grows, eventually it matures and produces a fruit that means that that seed honors time it honors processing it means that the focus of the seed is not necessarily the fruit alone it is the process of growth and maturity only when maturity comes that's when fruits come that's where the comfort is the comfort is after the process. It is after the growth. And by the way, I've written somewhere else and I've said that sometimes success is like a mirage, especially if your comfort zones are your goals. It's like a mirage. You get there. You say, I desire to have a Ferrari, a black Ferrari, and you get it. And then something inside of your heart tells you, man, there's got to be more to life than this. It's a mirage. If growth is not your intended goal for this coming year, then you're not going to be fulfilled. You're starting on the wrong footing if you're setting goals for comfort. Needless to say, chances are that to attain comfort aspirations, you will of course have to go through discomfort to get them. 
discomfort speaks of growth. Jim Rohn said it well when he said, success is attracted by the person you become. In the past episode, we talked about success and suing coming out from you. In fact, there's a guy, there's a book I've listened to, I think it's called The Million Dollar Mindset, something of that nature. And, and the author says that you are successful because of the success. The success mindset is the one that gives you the millions. It is not the millions that give you the success. Are you getting the point? So you set goals to grow and not to attain. I hope I'm making sense to you. If you're going to look for comfort, I am here to discourage you a little bit. I need to highlight something small about discomfort. First, it is a fact of life. It will come your way whether you like it or not. Second, the visionaries of this world have learned to impute discomfort upon themselves in order to attain growth and comfort at the same time. This is called discipline. <laughs> Others call it training. You know what? The results or rather the benefits of discipline are closely the same as those ones you get from hardship in life. Muhammad Ali said it best. He said, I hated every minute of training, but said also, I don't quit. Suffer now and live the rest of your life as a champion. See, he suffers now, which is growth, which is discomfort, and then he becomes a champion the rest of his life. He died an irreplaceable soul, a champion. Those who discipline themselves build great resilience in themselves to buttress them against hardships of life that doesn't say that hardships are not going to come but when hardships do come they are prepared to handle them because they chose to grow see they get on the cutting edge of fulfilling their potential they also build personal growth and they maximize their productivity through life and if you're going to go for comfort and not growth let me discourage you by sharing with you three disadvantages of comfort number one it dulls the senses of purpose have you ever noticed that when there is food on the table cloth on your back and fuel in, in your car and airtime on your cell phone you tend to get laid back and drop your guard you tend to be selfish and self-centered self-absorbed if you're going to be in comfort all through your sense of purpose which is basically your sense of contribution is dulled realizing the reason as to why you are here it is kind of dulled you need to be sharpened by discomfort and i'm not saying that this this discomfort is something that you know hell and high water brings you away i'm saying that you choose to discipline yourself to say no to the third chapati for example you choose to discipline yourself to go to the gym you choose to discipline yourself to build a project that demands your mind you choose to monetize that website of yours because you've never done it for seven years and it's a hard thing after you're through with it you're going to have grown so if you are going to look for comfort chances are that you're not going to build that website because building a website is not a cheap thing neither is it something that you're just going to go and click some things around because a website is about content it's not about graphics alone so if you're going to be comfortable then you're going to miss out on that secondly comfort stunts 
growth. Same thing I've been talking about. A person living in utmost comfort does not have their heart pricked for reaching out to grow. Inherently, there seems to be no reason to grow in order to buttress the comfort. All that they're doing is enjoying the comfort. There is no growth. Thirdly, if you're seeking comfort as a goal, potential is not going to be exploited. In a moment of distress and in a moment of stress, one is forced to grind out what I call options, what I call alternatives. In the process, they tend to come up with ways and means of solving their conundrum. However, in a moment of comfort, we tend to feed on coziness and laziness. There lacks urgency in our spirits over anything at all. That means that our potential lays dormant. And when we're talking about our children, the same thing applies. See, your child wants a bicycle and you go and you get, you withdraw money from your bank account or use your credit card and you purchase. That child's potential is dormant. What if that child wants a bike and you tell the child, if, what can you be able to do to earn that bike? If you're able to write for me an essay of 200 words every single day, maybe I'm stretching it, but you get my point, I'll give you some money towards your bike. And if you can be able to wash some cars, you can be able to earn money to get the bike. And if you can be able to, if you love drumming, and if you can be able to write music because you are exploiting your God-given potential, God-given talent, then I'm going to give you money for you to buy the bike. It is hardship for the kid. I mean, it is discomfort for the kid in the initial stages of life. But then, once the kid gets that particular bike, that's where the comfort has come in. However, the comfort has come in through growth. What if you just unleashed cash from your wallet and handed over to the kid and you got the kid a bike? Potential has not been exploited. That is why it is important to press upon ourselves projects, things that are greater than ourselves, even in those moments of comfort. I'm not saying that comfort is a, it's a bad thing. I'm saying that we need to force ourselves to be disciplined and we need to force ourselves to grow. Comfort in itself is not bad. However, it has the chances of limiting our growth and development if it is the end of our pursuits in life. The worst goal you'll be able to set is a goal of obtaining comfort. But I will encourage you to do the opposite. Set a goal that encourages growth. We normally do the wheel of life. Probably I'm going ahead of myself to share with you. But look at your relationships, for example. How can you be able to grow in your relationships? Look at your finances, for example. Finances talk about very many things of growth. For example, you can decide, I'm going to save. There's a guy I saw on Facebook, one of my friends I saw on Facebook saying, guys, I want to know how many of you can be able to save 40% of your income? That is a discomfort, isn't it? But then it, it fosters growth. 40% is much bigger than 10% if at all you're using the compound effect, you see. If you look at your mind, how can you be able to grow in your mind mentally? Forcing yourself to write, forcing yourself to mind map, forcing yourself to read, forcing yourself to study, taking an extra course in the area of your gifting. How can you be able to grow in that area? See, if you look at your business, for example, what extra stream of income can you be able to build? 
those are examples of growth goals. But if you look at comfort goals, these are things like, ah, I want a car, I want a Ferrari, which is a goal in itself. There's no problem with that. Another comfort goal will be, I want a four-bedroomed house, which is okay. However, it's going to come through growth. See, so once you are setting yourself growth goals, you tend to distance yourself from the New Year resolutions frenzy. You cannot call growth goals resolutions. Okay. Anyway, so we're going to continue with this series in the next episode. For now, all I can say is bye-bye. Thank you for listening to Life Signatures Radio. If you enjoyed today's show, subscribe to Life Signatures Radio on iTunes, Stitcher, or visit our website at lifesignatures.libsyn.com. Life Signatures Radio, fresh, clean, and inspiring.